It's game time. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, hey, that was me. It is. It was you, and that was me, and it was you, and it was all of us. And holy crap, we're back for our 22nd version of this game. Can you guys believe it? 22 opportunities for you guys to see us try and get killed by John. Uh, tonight, we, I'm sure, will be no uh, exception to that rule because he's tried really, really hard in the past. He's come close. Okay, so I, close. I base how hard I try to kill you guys on how many butt-ums I have to edit out of an interview this week. But Tim wasn't in the Ooh. interview this week. Well, yes, but the last two interviews were just Tim. <laughs> mm. But it's just this week. Okay. That is also fair. I'm not comfortable. I'm very sad that this seven up is, is <laughs> And I'm very sad that this seven up that I'm drinking now isn't something stronger. Thanks, guys. I feel bad. Sam would like to be excluded from this narrative. <laughs> <laughs> My dice are over there, so I'm just gonna assume I rolled high all session. Oh. Are you just gonna assume you're just gonna take twenty the entire time? Just I'm just taking I'll take fifteen. I'm a I'm a generous okay. player. I take a fifteen take on a everything. Take a fifteen plus your bonuses. Oh so, definitely. So I want to show everybody this because I thought this was really cool because I did not have my dice with me because I am I am not at home. No. Wait, wait, so, why are you not at home? Because I am a brand new grandfather. My, my oldest son. Yeah, my oldest son Parker and his his wife uh, Avery had a little boy. His name is Lucas, and uh, Lucas is a not little. Hulking, hulking unit of a child he is 21 and a half inches long and 10 pounds at birth he's not little no, that's he literally born baby. about the same size as my dog it's like <laughs> full on just <laughs> Thanks, my Jason. dog is like the same boy. length and 17 pounds so you <laughs> just missed the mark on that's a big baby <laughs> It, it is a, a big baby. His name is uh, Tim. Jason. Also uh, said Tim has a grandson named Luke. How much did he pay for that? Actually, it wasn't uh -huh. me. I wasn't involved in the naming process whatsoever. But I am so very proud of them for choosing something Star Wars appropriate. Have you um, already, Luke? I am your grandfather. <laughs> of bit. course, so, uh, you have. With this realization, yeah. if everyone could just comment down below, uh, referring to Tim as Gramps. Or whatever your preferred grandpa name is. Let's just use Gramps, all of them. Grandpappy. <laughs> What's so the, anyway? Like Peepaw or something a... like that? Ooh, Peepaw. Uh, I like that one. No. <laughs> uh, but since I don't have my dice with me, I found a really cool dice app. So I'm bringing this up for people on the go if they're out and about. Uh, John had suggested one app, and it worked fine. But I found this app. And uh, stupid blurry camera. Anyway, it puts the dice on the screen, and I can shake it. And it makes the dice noise. Oh, digital clicky clackies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Do the digital clicky and the FSF crew. Do the digital yeah. clicky clackies have the ability to cheat? Because <laughs> we might need it. Yeah, I don't have to show them to you. I can just say, "Oh, that's what it is." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, wait. So we haven't been doing that the whole time. You guys, there's only one here. I trust you guys um, not to lie and cheat, and you trust me to also not lie. Right exactly. you, oh no, uh, that I yeah, you that's a do one. Not want to kill us. <laughs> no, I love you too much, Tim. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, so like we were saying, tonight is the 22nd version of this game. And who knew that almost two years ago when we started this game that I would be looking forward to this on a monthly basis. And so I just want to thank each one and every one of you for participating in this, being part of this game, and uh, for, hey, for being in the audience and and putting up with us. Uh, Because let's be honest, that's a pretty large portion of this. Uh, (laughs) I knew you'd like it. You knew I'd like it. Yeah, probably so. Uh, but hey, so just on to some other quick news, we had our coffee giveaway. Uh, this, this is something that we were doing with Monkey Cult Coffee, and we we're very excited that tonight is the giveaway. And so first, so first place gets three bags of coffee. Apparently, I'm rolling dice Ooh. down here. Uh, three bags of coffee. I bumped my phone screen. All right, we'll try this one more time. Three bags of coffee, a uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Blu-ray with a digital code, and they also get that Star Wars Funko Pop that you see on the screen there. Is that Tom Cruise? Uh, so He's on so, the show. So anyway, uh, <laughs> you know he can still hear you though. Yeah, like, I know. I, yeah, you can't uh, mute him. Yeah, <laughs> out of a, anyway. <laughs> So that's first place. Second place gets two bags of coffee. Third place gets one bag of coffee. So uh, we had 42 entries into this giveaway. So we're pretty happy with that. I was hoping for at least 50. We got 42. So I am thrilled. Uh, Meaning of life. Well, exactly. So I can't (laughs) be that upset. We got a nerd number for a nerd show. I mean, come on, right? All right. So these are the numbers that were picked for this entry. Uh, number 24, which is Lucas Hanchett. Lucas is our, is our grand prize winner. He gets two bags of coffee. Lucas gets the Blu-ray and he gets the Funko Pop. And Lucas will be getting one of each of the flavors. He'll be getting one, uh, golden honey agave, one bourbon chocolate chip, and one toasted coconut rum. So. Awesome! Yeah. Uh, number three, our second place winner. Is actually Jason Taylor from the three uh, the three geeks podcast. Hey, Jason! So, so Jason, yeah, you won two cup uh, two uh, two bags of coffee, and uh, if you talk nice to me and stop calling me Peepaw, we might even you know send you a, send you a Blu-ray. Uh, what happens if he's not nice to you and continues calling you Peepaw? Then I make pretend I didn't read a number three and it was a number eight, and I give it to somebody else. <laughs> no, I thought the answer was then I send you two Blu-rays. <laughs> and then uh, number three, our third place winner is Brad Patine. Brad Patine has won one bag of coffee. So congratulations to everybody. I will reach out to you all and make sure we have shipping addresses and we'll get those out to you just as soon as we possibly can. More than likely when I get home from being across state and dealing with, uh, you know, helping with my, my uh, grandson's transition to home when he gets to come home. So... Uh, but yeah, so very exciting. And thank you to everybody for entering. Now, the cool thing is, is not only were you guys entered for this giveaway, you have opportunity to be entered for every, uh, every digital giveaway that we do from here on out. When we ask people to submit their email addresses, you are automatically entered into whatever fun, uh, that is going to be. So you guys will have opportunity to be that as part of that as well. So, Yeah. All right, and uh, before we get into our one last thing, uh, before we get into the game for tonight, now we mentioned this a couple weeks back, but this is two weeks out now, and we are very, very excited and so 
distinctly proud that the good folks who are involved with Star Trek, and by that I mean Kitty Swink, Armin Shimmerman, Jonathan Frakes, John Billingsley, and Juan Carlos Cotto will be here on March 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to be doing this uh, a live show with them. We'll be talking about Star Trek with them, of course, and you'll be able to submit your questions. And you guys will also be able to donate live on air and be able to, and we'll, we'll show the, the, uh, the tallies, you know, almost, you know, it's a fundraiser basically. And we'll have opportunity to, for you guys to talk to each one of those, those five, um, any questions you want to talk with them about, if you want to talk with them about their personal stories, and we'll hear a little bit about that, how they've been involved with PanCan, what PanCan means to them and how they have been affected personally by pancreatic cancer because Kitty Swink is a 20-year survivor and we're going to be pretty right close to the 20th anniversary of of her uh, going into remission. So it's a very exciting time and we are just, like I said, just beyond honored that they uh, are working with us and allowing us to work with them. So uh, please come back on March 4th. You guys do not want to miss it. It's in a, going to be an amazing show. And when we said his name, you may have heard Kathleen Eep. Uh, but there was definitely an Eep when I said Jonathan Frakes. So he's the reason her, I like beards. Yeah. <laughs> if his head, if her head doesn't bobble off when I say Jonathan Frakes, and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway. Make sure you tune in live to watch Kathleen completely swoon <laughs> while her husband is just sitting in the next room. Yeah. Or even in the same room. Yeah. Or the same room, literally standing next to her. And she's just like, I don't know this guy. Go, go away. Go away. No, go look, away. Mr. Just, Frakes, please. Different John. Just leave the ring on. <laughs> it's like the opposite of when you when Frodo puts the one ring on. Look, now I'm visible. Okay. Now I'm invisible. Anyways. Nice. <laughs> All right. Watch out those. All right. Oh. All right, Dustin. I hope you guys are ready for this. And right, let's get into it. And but before we do that, of course we have to say hi to Sam. Sam's just been sitting here patiently and Yeah, you guys have been busy. You got all sorts of stuff going on. Life is insane right now uh, for the FSF crew, not just for me. It's been crazy for John and uh, Kathleen, and Ben's got a whole lot of new stuff going on for him as well. So, yeah, it's a yeah. little bit right now. So. Ben starts a new job next week. Yeah, right. Uh, 20... Is it? Oh, God, that is next week. That's next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's <laughs> Not to make you panic or anything, but um, oops. Panic is my normal state of being. <laughs> He's over here like Bro. stink, crap. All right, that's next week. All right, uh, but hey, Luke. Uh, yeah, Luke. Uh, Udax. Uh, <laughs> remind them real quick where they can find your show, uh, Growing Up Skywalker, and uh, tell them what you guys got going on over there. Yeah, well, I'm Sam, half of Growing Up Skywalker, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We just recorded, so if you join us tomorrow, you'll see our Rebels Season 2 finale, which is when Ooh. Maul comes back, Kanan gets blinded, it's uh, it's deeply dark, so that's where we are in the universe, and also deciding where we're going to shove uh, Bad Batch Season 3 and Andor Season 2. And so we're having just the most fun ever podcasting and bringing it to people. And uh, yeah, that's what we're up to. That's all I'm up to. I'm I, free as I a can't bird. Wait to, <laughs> I can't wait to hear that episode. That is one of my absolute favorites when Maul comes back into Rebels. And, oh, yeah. yeah. 
It's That's it was a lot of fun. Anna and I we don't normally watch episodes together, but we were dog sitting and we had access to a big like 70, 150, however big TV. We don't even own a TV, so I don't know. But and she turns to me and she's like, Who is that? I'm like, hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, very cool. Great. Well, John. Yes. Please don't kill us. There's that. And take it away. Okay. So, at the end of last session, it, you may remember, uh, you, the, the group realized that they had somehow managed to unlock a, a considerable amount of money from different individuals that they had uh, stolen the money from. Acquired basically. it. Liberated. Liberated. Liberated the money. No, we stole it. Yeah, yeah we stole it. <laughs> and... So, after the session, I was given a considerable shopping list by Udex, which was a lot of fun to look at, let me tell you. <laughs> very well broken down, very detailed shopping list. It really was. I super appreciated it. So, in-game, roughly the same amount of time has passed. You know, a little over a month. You've had some time to move some money around so it got less traceable. Get the money where you needed it to be. Find a resource to get what you wanted. And you found a dealership um, on Salonia. Uh, Patel's used starships, where he will give you a 3% discount if you can just pay for it outright. I mean, we can do that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little sus, um, but yeah. So is using stolen money I, by starships. I also want to point out the last time Scurvy was at a used car dealership, it didn't go well for the salesperson. It's true. We should leave you there next time. <laughs> okay. Might have so, had a mind-blowing experience. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot that Ben uses a voice changer, and I was like, what is wrong with <laughs> you? You forgot it! Yeah, so, it's that it's that extra I week between try. sessions, and it's just right. in one ear out the other. How, how did that extra week just completely like? Whoop. Yeah, that's all it took. Um, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Also, grandson. Just saying. Yeah. And what, I had a lot going, going on. Stinking sleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so is there anything you want to do before you go and start picking up vessels? Crying's a free action, so I might take you up on that one. Where um, no, we actually do have a lot to do, gang. Uh, what we need is crew. If we're going to be mm. hauling these ships, and we do have uh, a hotline to that purple-haired person whose name eludes me, who uh, has a bunch of rebel crew, and I bet that several of them know their way around a starfighter or a turbo laser or even just an airlock and we could borrow them and get really involved now if i mean if we can meet up with them or have them meet up there then we can acquire the ship and and get on our way the downside is hmm, maybe we should be in a third location just to keep things just to keep too much information from flying around but either way we should get in touch with her okay i vote for a mostly droid crew i don't. <laughs> What's wrong with droids? They're pretty easy to hack. <laughs> All right. Uh, her name was Kayleen Henry. But... <laughs> her name is Kayleen. Kayleen. 
All right. Well, I think we need to call on Kayleen. Okay. All right. I'm assuming we still have like their phone number, basically, right? Or did they yeah, give us frequency? like a like a burner? Message goes through. So it's uh, it's been a while. I understand you've been busy. We're never not busy, but we're actually oh, looking to get more busy. Um, we've come into oh, enough money and enough kind of uh, fire and enough firepower to uh, open up a franchise, as it will. And we were wondering if you have anyone who's looking for. Uh, change of pace, change of scenery, who'd be willing to join up with us or any, uh, we're, we're just looking to staff up at this time. Okay. Um, I might be able to help you out. What kind of staff are you looking for? We would prefer uh, skilled, but also expendable. <laughs> Cheap and ready. <laughs> uh, what we're looking for is a handful of pilots, a handful of gunners, people who know their way around Corellian uh, light frigates, um, because we're going to have a few available. Also, some comms people, maybe some uh, some gunners and mechanics. Uh, we're we're spooling up a whole little cell here, and we'd love to get a piece of the pie or a piece of the the action because we've got. We got some bones to pick with the empire, and and now we're self-funding a uh, little little slice of rebellion here. Well, that is a lot to take in. Um, so, what is the crew requirement for your ships? How many? Oh, that's a great question. Yes. I'm sorry. What? Which ship? How many ships are you getting? We are acquiring two. And uh, each one has a functional crew requirement. Sorry, I literally just had this up. <laughs> you okay over there, Ted? It's just throwing up gang signs. Either gang signs uh, or he's pretending he's an umpire. I'm not sure. <laughs> Doing the math. The math. Uh, so at the very least, we're looking at about 50 or 60 additional people to crew these things. And then if, uh, if there's the opportunity to move some people around, move some fighters around, or even staff up further than that, that would be ideal. But if there's a a cell that is on the brink of getting um, overrun somewhere and is, you know, looking for a change of scenery, we would love to have them. But we, we're looking for we're looking for true believers, not mercenaries. Not that we would turn down mercenaries and not that mercenaries would turn us down. We just want to be, we're feeling it. Where the people are. <laughs> We want to build a base, not not just a base of good people, not just guns for hire that yeah. we leave on a whim. I want to see. We're building an organization. Explosions. <laughs> Sorry, my wife's trying to break me. Um, <laughs> I just imagine Edna's just singing in like free walk. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yes, okay. 
It's the, the Wookiee musical break, yes. And on that note, tonight's questionable decisions are brought to you by Monkey Cult Coffee. Caffeinate to make your decisions even worse. Okay. Use code FSF10 at checkout. I was going to keep going until I choked. Oh, anyway. Good job. Anyway, great. So, yeah, I I can get some people around. It's I can I can set you up with who you need. So, uh, give me about two days, and let's meet. Uh, what's convenient for you? Where are you? Uh, don't don't tell me where you are. Never mind. Where do we want to meet? Uh, anywhere off of the current trade trunk that we are on is a great spot for us. Okay. Do we want to meet her at the at the uh, the dealership? No. We get the Do ship. We want to meet them old. at the fish planet. Manan. The Manamana, yeah, the one that got eaten by all the silverfish. Oh no, we're not. <laughs> not we're not going. Like, not going, like, no. like, like, like Doc. Can we just buy our own planet to meet there? We're, we're never going back there. <laughs> never, well, never, have, ever. Empire's never gonna. Ever. We have Taylor Taylor Swift at that planet. We're never, never, ever, ever, ever ever going going back to that planet. We are never, ever, ever. And you guys are never going to give you up. Are they going to let us down? Are they going to turn around and desert us? With dessert spoons? Okay, so she sends you some coordinates for, like, empty space. Brilliant. All right. So most of space. But seriously, though, can we um can we buy a planet? No, we can't. I don't think we're that rich. <laughs> we're not far, but I mean, so this kind of this question came up earlier in the week and was like, no, earlier in the week it's Monday. Wow, I'm confused. Over the weekend, it's question like came you up. didn't go to work. There is technically an earlier in the week. There's a day. Yeah, but. The, the the answer I gave her was not not a planet, maybe a small moon somewhere. Is available? I mean, <laughs> un- unfortunately, buying and retiring to a planet is equivalent to character death, you know. So we need to be like moving ourselves along, doing fun know, stuff. Why not a golf course? <laughs> uh, honestly, we could put some putt putt in one of these crawling <laughs> cruisers or corvettes. All right. So, in the uh, two days you've got, anything else you're going to do? Any other uh, ride shopping? Any? We, I don't remember if we agreed on this or not, but I was hoping we can grab a bunch of like vulture droids, too. Because, yes, pilots are great. We do have fighters. But overwhelming numbers at an expendable price is also fantastic. And vulture droids can also be used as ground... Uh, ground assault vehicles. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the difficulty there was in terms of weight and also acquiring them because they were all decommissioned like 20 years ago. But if we can find them, we can afford like four of them. Vulture droids, last I checked, they weren't that expensive, but I. No, I they, they honestly the... cost like a third as much as an A Wing. So they're like. They're not. It's not. I don't think it's the cost. I think it's just finding them that's going to be the issue. Yeah. Yeah. So if we if we've got somebody in the underground, who or I mean wherever we got 
scurvy the, from it. I mean, B2 battle droids were also decommissioned. Do we have anybody in the overground? I mean, you're looking for people in the underground. Do we, do we really do anything on the up and up? No. 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 I, I can potentially reach out to my old captain to see if they know anything. <laughs> I think it would be more surprising. I mean, they found me. Would okay. I be able to get... Uh, Expound some... upon your backstory, Scurvy. I, when you say captain, I'm imagining one of those bottle-headed B1s, but the way you're... Right. In, but now I'm inferring no, no, no. someone who actually, like, was genuinely bad at repair, which explains this whole business you got going on on your left side. There's a difference between my commander, that was a super tactical droid, ah, super. and there's my captain. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I, I do kind of worry about it. Uh, well, now on. I'm worried about it because you told me not to worry about it. Yeah, Tim, uh, I'm going to put five credits. Right, on this Scurvy. table here. No, Scurvy, Scurvy, did you or did you not kill your previous captain? No. Huh. I slide the five credits over to Tim. Shocker. Sh I'm shocked. How can I reach out to my old captain if I killed them? There's a chain of command. Which, you didn't specify which old captain. You just said old captain. You could have downloaded their brain. Yeah, they couldn't. No, be. I did that with my commander. Ah. <sighs> would we weren't would my on. previous captain know where I can get some vulture droids for the cheap? They'll be hard to track down, but maybe eventually, yes. That was the most non and sending some uh, encoded messages that they don't they'd be the only one to understand. Yeah. Why are you so good at non-answers? They're they're written very like Jack Sparrow esque of like just complete nonsense, but they'll get it. I understand that. I understood that reference. Okay. I understood that reference. A any other errands, side trips? Does anyone need any uh, work done on their guns or anything? Because I can roll a buttload of mechanics checks. Oh, and if there's a weapons... Gosh, I don't know. So I'm trying to install a railgun in one of these Corellian Corvettes, and it's going to be a completely custom job. And so if someone around here has done any junkyard work of creating something, or maybe even like a archive or a archaeological thing, uh, because, you know, no one expects... A, the Spanish Inquisition? Inquisition? Well, it's soda can traveling at the better part of the speed of light. What is the, the Star Wars equivalent of the Spanish Inquisition? The Inquisitors. Inquisitors, yeah. yeah. That yeah, that actually But like there gotta there's yeah, gotta bro. be like a planet that is the equivalent of Spain. Mustafar. No, they're from uh they're on that water planet in Jedi Fallen Order and in Kenobi. I don't know if it has a name. I think it does, but I just don't remember it. Anyway, uh, there is something I want to try and do. Okay. I want to try and basically shield my internal processing unit from ion attacks. Okay. I'm obviously more susceptible to like an ion grenade just like knocking me out temporarily. So I want to see if I can basically copper coat my battery to keep me from 
shutting down. Okay. One second here. If that's even possible. Oh, lots of things are possible. Your commander's going to ground you. I mean, I'm I'm a Wookiee walking around with a translation collar, so I'm pretty sure every, anything is possible. Yep. You're also a golden doodle. So you have, like, thick, curly hair for a Wookiee that we have never seen anything like that before. I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. You said it beautiful. You guys heard it. I mean, I don't see many creatures with fur at all on my home planet, so. Right. Okay, so you'd be looking at hardened systems. Hmm. How much did that cost? Um, what? Um, How much is a lot? At least, oh, okay. To a normal party, it would be a lot. To you guys, you know. It, it's pants money. Pretty much. We are quite wealthy. Coins. Yep, let's see here. Pants money. I can I can figure this out if we want to move along. Yep. I got it in front Woo! of me. Yeah. Welcome, Lucas! Hello. Hello, to our coffee winner! Woo uh what's are you a medium sized creature, Scurvy? Yes, I think. Okay. I mean, I'm a B2. That, I guess that technically counts. I'm not, like, huge or anything. Okay, cool beans. Just ask a droid what size they are. So, in the interim, while well, Udex is... Well, wait, Scurvy. You're going to need somebody to help you with this modification because it involves tampering with your, your internal systems. It definitely involves turning uh... off. Also, Scurvy, I do have possibly one problem with this. We will need to replace the ladders because it increases your weight by 100 kilos. Which is a I not mean, insignificant amount. Yeah, that's... Hang on, I, I gotta convert it to American. Uh, that's basically a Udex. It's like no, having a Udex on your back. That is the it's most a... American measurement. Wait, how many Ewoks is that? If oh my solid God. four, solid four. That's, that's two of me. That's two Ben's worth of weight yeah. into this battle droid. Do we have a poundage? You know, two hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, it's, you guys should really know one hundred pounds or one hundred kilos. But yeah, I have to. I have to tell you this now because he, this is Ben's fault. What do they call Bigfoot in Europe? Big meters. Big meters. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. Back to the shenanigans. Yes. All right. So, so you guys are sorting out those modifications. And <laughs> oh my god. Oh hey, you know Sorry, what? Would I'm just be thinking kind of Scurvy's gonna weigh like over five hundred pounds. Kirby's all steel. They probably weigh like 300 at this point. You weigh way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, quick question. Yeah. And I don't know if this is something that I can get, but with the Mando suit that I'm wearing, mm -hmm. Mandos also have that uh, vibra shield thing that, that comes up on their wrists mm -hmm. for, for deflections in, in battle. 
Yeah. Uh, is that something that I can get? It will add to my defenses. Yes and yes. That'd be a personal shield. Okay. It, it's not that you know because it's not that far off from what they used in Dune. Lick. Right. I, I didn't see it. Yeah. Should read the books though. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Don't watch tried, but it was like reading the encyclopedia. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can so, definitely hunt down a personal shield. I can okay. I can cast that for you as well. Right. That's the one thing that I was thinking about that I think would be good for my character to have in battle in order to have a personal shield uh, mm -hmm. to work. Because I don't think it would work with the chain gun, obviously, because you have to have two hands. But if I have that and I'm using like the uh, the DC seventeen, you know. Yeah. Hand blaster, then, right? Or the lightsaber that I have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My litra sabre. I do like to imagine that we're all just in the cockpit of the Tortuga, and we have Udex just like on space Amazon. Like, hey, can you also put this in the cart? <laughs> I mean, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing for like five weeks. I'm sitting here. I got multiple offers. It's like I'm trying to buy and sell cars here. It's genuinely stressful. Yeah. But, um, John, your kid is making Nindy watch cats. Yeah, she's making my mother watch cats. Which, knowing my daughter, that's the 2019 version, which caused uh, 20 uh, to happen. You next, uh, or Ted, uh, Let's just get you the most expensive one. Okay. It's 18,000. have that kind of money. Huh. Yeah. So you, now you have a shield rating of 30, which is basically 30 temp HP. Uh, well, yeah. so it means that an attack has to deal 30 damage in order to take any damage. So 30 damage mm -hmm. on top. If you're dealt... 31 damage, then that goes down by five. But if you're dealt 29 damage, it stays at 30. Which basically means you're... Uh, I think you already have one. Which basically yeah, means I, you're going to start yeah, getting... Yeah, actually. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're... Which means we're all going to start getting big 50 damage things thrown around at us, okay. and you still have, you know, the functional four hit points we all do. I'm going to pretend like I understood all of that. You, you have a crazy shield. It's great. Yeah. Okay, cool. It was genuinely expensive. I have to do at least 31 points uh, of damage to hurt you now. Yep. I have a shield generator rating of 20. Yeah, that's basically the same thing. Okay. Don't assume. All right. Due to my reflex save. Let's just all buy one. Why not? Why not? I buy four of them. Every single attack is going to do like minimum 31 damage now. That's well, a great number. Do you know? Oh, never mind. It's That's like five. That's like 8d6. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's just like just, just like that, Lucas. Mm -hmm. Check your uh, Instagram messaging, Lucas. I think he's trying to play along with the conversation to some extent. <laughs> Don't worry. Tim got it. He just wasn't listening. Yeah. No, Tim was listening. Tim just didn't understand. He was trying to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, while you guys are 
shopping online, basically. You're, you're not even using Timu or Wish. You're actually going to like the actual Amazon. Yeah, we're great. Which, yeah, still. Because we got it like that. We don't want to yeah. go to sweatshops. Jeez. Comes from the, the corporate planet of Amazonia. Mm-hmm. Well, I presume we're going to have to pay a premium on all of this, uh, especially the military stuff, because uh, it's all illegal AF. But luckily, I have skills for that. Fortunately, it's almost like, yeah, you had this in mind. All right. So once the uh, the shopping is done and you, you've got your shiny new toys, it's time to meet up with Kayleen at the somewhat random coordinates in the middle of space, not near any habitat, inhabited system or asteroids or comets. Or giant space worms. You have to be on camera, Kathleen, to talk smack. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so which ship are you flying? Are you flying the Ill-Gotten Gains or the Tortuga? The Tortuga. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll fly in fleet because if, if she brings us like 30 people, we'll be able to carry them all in both of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you so want to take like the Tortuga one? or the Ill-Gotten Gains? I'll fly I'll, whichever one you're not. I'll fly the Elgarten Gains. And I am it, piloting the Tortuga. Okay. Alright. So you come out of my um, Not me. Yeah. And in front of you is a Nebulan B frigate with a few Corellian uh, YT series freighters in some sort of formation around it. Very loose. Ah, hail the fleet. Ah, so you guys made it. <laughs> sure did. We haven't uh, we haven't acquired our new ships quite yet. We wanted to make sure we had uh, enough crew to to walk out with them. Well, that just makes sense to me. You're we'll get the ship if you can't fly it, right? Exactly. All right. So you said around 60 base crew and then some fighter pilots? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either fighter pilots or frigate pilots. Anyone who's uh, serious about fighting, um, if you want to undergo some mitosis or any sort of uh, connection we can make to join the wider world of the rebellion. That's what we're up to. Uh, yeah, we, we can definitely make that happen. I've got about 70, 70 troops here who are willing to uh, follow you. Um, cool. You know, now their officers have connection back to me, so if anything starts looking shady, we'll have to revisit this, uh, this agreement. But, um, yeah, we're willing to see what you've got. I've been following your exploits somewhat quietly on the holonet, seeing some of the things you did. Trying to blow up uh, Imperial dignitaries is definitely high on our list. You told us to do that. You actually tried to do it. Yeah. Succeeded. We, we really, we genuinely did think we succeeded too. <laughs> that, was, that was a real bummer. Uh, not yeah. many people can survive a full barrage of rockets. I, I don't know what happened there. 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, that was a decoy. So we'll have to try uh, again later. Yeah, well, at least we show that we have what it takes to try. And that's what we're going to try to do next. And uh, hopefully we can stay in better contact with you. And if you have anything that needs doing, uh, get in touch. Otherwise, we're going to be foraging for a while and trying to make our own contacts, our own network. But we'd love to work more closely together in the future. Oh, well, certainly. We will... Uh... We'll be in contact. In the meantime, going to hand over these troops. Um, would you mind docking with us, and we, we can exchange some supplies, get get my men on board your ships. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'll land first. I'm taking ten on here, and then we're putting fifty on the Tortuga. Or, I guess we'll take twenty on here, a little cramped, and uh, fifty on the Tortuga. Sounds good. All right. So, so I'll dock first, and I'm going to uh, send a message to you guys saying uh, I'm checking in every two minutes. If anything goes wrong, bounce. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you, Devin. Uh, yeah, I received said message and understood. <laughs> All right. So you'd actually dock with the frigate. Yep. Um, Kayleen's there to meet you. There, there's a, a human man with her. Kind of a tall guy. Big, thick beard. Gray. Gray hair. Very nicely dressed in a, a Corellian silk suit. Kind of looks Got like it. Udex. Garm, nice to meet you. Understand you uh, you have no love for the Empire either, and you've proven it more than once. Correct. And uh, now we're looking to bring some pain. Uh, we're we're uh, creatures of action over here. All and right. We've come into some funds, and we hope to, you know... You know, three, three Rancors are staring at the city, and which one does action? The one that dives through the wall and starts eating people. You gotta start doing stuff. Wait, do we have a rancor? No, I just grew up with a bunch. I'm excited. We don't actually have a rancor. I mean, can we get a rancor? I mean, we're not. We're not excited to not have a rancor. They're very, very, very smelly. I just, I you cannot emphasize. With a Wookiee, I don't think I, it could be that much worse. You have no comprehension of how smelly a rancor is. I, I simply cannot. The words don't exist in any language that both of us share. Oh, fine. All right. Is that better, John Wolf? Yes. Now we can see who's yelling at you next. All right. Well, either way, I'm still uh, bipping in every two minutes with these guys. So. All right. Well, we will introduce you to the uh, the captain that we're putting under your command and uh, start transferring equipment over. Now, you've shown an interest in blowing things up. Follow me. We're going to head down here to, to a conference room. I can show you some holograms and see what we have in the works. It's like, it's like life day. You're showing me things that I get to blow up later. I love this. 
<laughs> I just want to say, like, is Ted on the ship with me or no? Are we on the Tortuga just hanging out? Sure. Yeah, you guys are on I the Tortuga. I don't think we had. I would say I don't think we actually ever saw what ship I was on. But well, we probably went two and two, I would imagine. Yeah, well, then one of you could be with me. So, Ted, you could be with me if you want. Or Edna. Well, I thought Edna was with you. because. Okay. Yeah, I guess Edna, Edna has been having a conversation with me. Or as he's explain how stinky no. Rancors are, as we meet our new captain, who is a Rancor. <laughs> but, but there's like every few minutes you see Scurvy get a little excited, and then the ping of the check-in noise comes in, and then there's just like a little robotic deflate. And then as the timer starts going further and further, and then Udex pings again, just, oh. Just, just waiting for that two-minute timer to go, and then not ping, and just be like, yes, we can leave. Right. So, there yes. we are. Yes. Uh, let's see. Udex, Edna, this is Captain Alcom. Alcom? A-L-C-O-M. All calm. We should probably write this down. We're never going to remember that anyway. He'll be uh, in charge of your your soldiers, basically. The go-between between you and them. Yeah, as much as you need him to be. They, they all know yeah. to listen to him. If he tells them to listen to you, that's how it'll be. Okay. Cool. So he's the leader of our Marines. Yep. So, show you what's going on. Galactic map pops up. We're actually going to have you probably, hmm, and this sliver from like Corellia out to hut space lights up. We're going to have you working this particular region, uh, just doing some harrying, some annoying the Empire for us, cutting supply lines. At least for the time being. I love it. That's uh, that's a big slice, though. It is. And I wouldn't trust just anybody with this. But again, you tried to blow up the Emperor for us. We did. Uh, are we moving supplies through Mimban? Because there's a war going there, as far as I know. Uh, you know, yeah, we, we do have a few things going on in there. We might need you to head in that direction. Sounds good. Well, we do have, uh, you know, this is actually right in line with us because Manan is in that segment and that is a uh, place that, that actually was a radicalizing moment for several of us. So yeah, this is, uh, this is looking like a great segment of us to, uh, follow one of the trade routes and wreck stuff up. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. All right. So, now your other ship, the Tortuga, was it? Yes. All right. Are are they ready to dock and take on some some personnel and some supplies? Uh, sure thing. Yeah, they'll be taking most of the supplies. I'll take uh, the... Chiefs, uh, anyone who wants to do some briefing here on the, uh, the ill-gotten gains, it is a little bit more plush, so we don't want to, you know, scuff the carpet we plan on turning it, turning it for a profit at some point. And then we can put the, uh, 
the mud jumpers and the heavy equipment in the Tortuga. Very good. Very sensible. Maybe don't sell the ill-gotten gains too quickly, though. It might come in handy for some more upscale work. It has proven itself to do that several times. And, uh, yeah, I think we'll be fine. All right. So, Ted and Scurvy, you get a signal asking you to dock. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love how every time someone talks about Manon, it, 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 that's what me and Ted are doing in the ship. So once we grab, is this Garm character coming with us as well? Uh, no. Okay. No, he, he, he's going to be staying, you know, with the uh, the frigate here. And, uh, yeah. Um, I, I have some other responsibilities to see, too, and uh, provide some diplomatic cover for why things may or may not be happening. Love that. All right. Well, uh, then we'll take uh, Alcom and senior staff on the ill-gotten gains, and we'll dock uh, away, and you guys can dock separately. Okay. Mm -hmm. We we dock. We collect our people and equipment, I guess. Okay. Doesn't take too long. They seem to be rather efficient at this. It's like they were prepared. Cool. The they had two days. Yeah. That's more yeah. warning than most militaries get. They have True. one job. Mm -hmm. So as the Tortuga leaves the frigate, what is it with you? It's just funny to say frigate. It is. Your proximity warner alarms start going off. Mm -hmm. uh, is it like space? Sorry, what? Was... Hyperspace. Pardon? John, could you? What, what did you say, John? There, there are some ships coming in from hyperspace. That's our cue to exit. Let's get out of here. Yep. I'm immediately throwing in the calculations. I'm assuming we have a meeting point that we established prior. Yeah, of course. It's halfway to the dealership. Okay. Skedaddle, skedaddle. Uh, we don't want a battle. Let's do this. Are these things popping out of hyperspace friendlies or not at all? Uh, th there's two Star Destroyers coming in from opposite directions. Nope, we're out. <laughs> we're out. Peace. The moment they ping as Imperial, we're already, like, we could be five feet away from the Rebel ship. I don't care. We're jumping out of hyperspace. <laughs> Okay. So, convening at your rendezvous point. Gonna Before you get there. Comms on. Oh, All come goes up to Udex and Edna. So, uh, exactly how soon do you think we're going to start blowing stuff up? You haven't started. Uh, yeah, so we've got a little bit of time to make sure we get the uh, – well, that's a great question. We have three things in front of us here, right? We need to kit out the ships. We need to forage for what we need, and we need to stay hidden. 
Now, as long as we do option three, we can continue to do options one and two. Now, you brought a whole bunch of mud jumpers, and we also are more than competent in ground combat while we're waiting around to get these things fully armed and collecting the parts we need. So I think pretty rapidly we'll be ready for ground operations as soon as we pick targets. So feel free to avail yourself of, uh, you know, the information we have available and, and start helping us pick some targets uh, with those parameters, which is we could do boarding actions starting as soon as we finish the deal to get the ships. Uh, yeah, we're ready. Okay. So you need to upgrade the weapons, the armor, the shields, etc. is what you're saying. Uh, I mean, by it's going to depend once we get there. They say they've got turbo lasers, but one of them I really want to put an earthcracker in because I'm a nut job like that. I just want to really... I, apparently, I'm related to a Mandalorian way back. I just really want to put a genuine hole in something. All right. Just a, just a real... I, I, want, I want the universe to know that I was there. Very good, very good. All right. I might know some people. Love that. We like people. Yeah. Sometimes. So, eventually arriving at the used Starship dealership. Right? Mm -hmm. Unless you have some other diversion, distraction. No, I think we're good. All right. About halfway through, I kind of calm in to the ill-gotten gains and just... So do you think any one of the fleet survived, or are they completely just gone? Uh, Kaylin? I haven't heard from her. Uh, we're not pinging back to ask. Uh, two Star Destroyers is escapable. They didn't call for help, even though they could have, so I think they're fine. It'd be... I mean, they can run. Those Nebulon bees are pretty quick. They're not going to win a standout fight, but we wouldn't have helped. I mean, we're in a... This oh, thing I is... did not insinuate that we would okay. help at all. I well, you're you're just of... concerned if they're alive. Well, I'm mainly interested in parts. And you there's not much left. Turbo lasers <laughs> if their ship has been disabled. I mean, yeah, I, that's all costed in ostensibly by the time we get here. We just need to talk to a few people at the station. Uh, it's all, all the parts that I ordered should be ready. There's some customization and there's kitting out. Uh, luckily, the mud jumpers are all ready to help out as much as they can. It'll be put together and you and I will be doing a lot of triple shifts of uh making sure everything's wrenched in correctly, but we'll be ready to fight. There's no shortage of turbo lasers in this galaxy. Yes, but free is always better. Free is always better, and run a pattern match, my friend. Run a pattern matching algorithm on, hey, a Tortuga-class ship was here, when the Empire showed up, and now it's back. Like, it doesn't take much for them to leave a probe droid out there until its batteries run down, just to radio in if someone shows up. Fair point. We are, uh, we're in the thick of things now, and that means we have to be willing to burn some communication lines rather than have anything track forward or back. 
This isn't this isn't the war you started in or the war you ended up in next. This is a war where we are committed and that commitment extends to being willing to let people die, being willing to die for other people. Well, the first part was always an option. I'm not sure about the second yet. Well, then you and I might need to have a talk later. All comes sitting there and catches part of the conversation. Yeah, I'm in the right place. That's good. Oh, just on speaker the whole time. No, but he's sneaky. <laughs> he opened the door. It doesn't lock. This one does. Like it's a it's a luxury lighter. The door only locks in the opposite direction. They can lock me in the in the cockpit if they're having sexy times back there. I'm sorry, I never got around to fixing the hinges on the pilot door. <laughs> oh. You know how long it took to get the back to out of the jacuzzi. I forgot we did that. <laughs> yeah, and it smelled almost as bad as a Wookiee. Hey. I can't oh. hear you. Just because I have hair doesn't mean I... <laughs> there's still ears under there. And there's feelings, too. <laughs> All right. So welcome to Salonia. An aquatic world in the Corellian system best known for its marble exports, but with some some nice spaceports and some docks above it where we have, uh, you know, some dealerships, some repair shops, some outlet stores, so to speak. And a nice large billboard telling you that you should buy from Level Up Sabres. <laughs> the only <laughs> like silver guaranteed better than a stick. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> Be sure to click the link down in the show notes below that it helps our show continue to grow. You're welcome, Tim. <laughs> Harmless sabers approved of by the Empire. Training sabers for your young pad ones that didn't, you know, never mind. I'm I sorry, Kathleen, but do... have you smelt Wookiee breath? I've smelt Pitbull breath, and I can only assume that it's got to be the same. Bigger dog, bigger breath, bigger stink. Yeah. Pretty similar. I, yeah. I do have one issue with level up sabers, and that's that I bought the NeoPixel sabers, and then like three weeks later, Master Allen came out with dueling pixel sabers. Mm. They're really cool, and you can actually whack them together, and I, I bought them too soon, <laughs> and now I don't have the ones that you could whack together. And I'm, mm. But you have to buy them anyway. Oh, yeah, I still have the cool one. I'm still going to buy them. Now I can get the cool ones that you could just bonk people with without fear that they're going to break. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Patel's used starships. Bum, bum, ba -da, ba -bum. Yeah. All right. We're uh, going to need the whole gang for a, this. Please tell me if there's a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man out there. No, but it's, uh, it's he's a, uh, what's my call? Easy Patel. He's the same species as Admiral Trench, so it's got ten legs. Just I was gonna say it's a it's a Mon Calamari. So it's just like flailing around and just it's a sail. 
There's just like a whole string of, there's just a whole line of them of different species. He's a Moncal now. With the, it's a sale, and then the Gungan, want to buy from me? Watch out for those tarps! <laughs> yes, that is exactly why I wrote that. All right. Walk into the dealership. Moncal mm -hmm. sitting at the desk here. Ah, oh, yes, 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 ah. How can I help you find folks? It's an interesting assortment of people. Are you all together, or are these separate customers? We're all together. We, uh, you and I have been in contact. I'm Udex. I'm here to do the pickup. Yes, Udex, Udex. Okay, so you really wanted both. I sure both. did. And uh, we, are, we were able to pull together enough cash to get that discount, if you're willing. Oh, my. Yes, definitely. I think if we're... I think if we're buying two ships, we should get 5%, not three. Make a persuasion roll there, Ted. I wasn't suggesting that I should be the one doing the talking. You're the one who talked. You're the one who talked. If you're if you're the one who's talking, you are the one who talked. Well, god dang it, this is going to not work out well for me. Then. It'll be fine. It's going to be great. I mean, you aren't, this is, this is actually like 40,000 credits you're asking for, so... Uh, that's a nat 20, and, uh, my persuasion is a 5, so I got a 25 on persuasion. <laughs> hey! Yippee! Well, you Get earned out. that, you earned that shield. I need the soundbite of scurvy saying yippee, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll pull that from the recording later. I'm gonna write down the time stamp. If you can believe that for later, right there, nat 20. Yeah. I'm right, yeah, I wrote down the timestamp for later because I just Great. I don't know why I need it, but I need it in my life. Hmm. What would you say to four percent? I still think five. We're buying two ships. We're bringing you cash. It's a lot of money, and we'll put. If you do five percent, we will put your shop's sticker onto the back of our ship. We will not do that. <laughs> We just absolutely, we we absolutely will not put stickers on our. our it'll, it'll just be on the landing gear. Shop at Crazy Patels. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> you know how when you get a car and they have like that license plate cover that's like insert random town Ford. Shop. Okay, fine. You talk me into it. You can have your five percent. Wow. Okay. And I'll cool. even throw in some new air fresheners. Except because okay, we got a Wookie. I know. Again, I can hear you. Hey, hey! Some of the finest people I know are Wookies. Well, uh, we need to get these kitted out, so we're gonna start on that. I have some other shops around the planet who I've negotiated for uh, to get the parts for. So we'll be flying around. Are these things flight worthy now? Let's give them the inspection. Oh yeah, they're definitely flight worthy. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be messing around with some sort of substandard merchandise at this price point? I mean, that'd be ridiculous and terrible for business. And you'd be dead. Mm, that too. Uh, Scurvy, uh, Ted, why don't uh, you and Ed uh, offload the cash while Scurvy and I independently check these bad boys? I'm going to use the little the little uh, like shopping cart thing that we have. Okay. Just the hollow cart. Or the, the hover cart. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's my shopping cart. Right. We're doing a lot of shopping, so tonight it's my shopping cart. Uh, it is a shopping episode. 
Ted, if you want an ablative Y-Wing, you literally just bought us one with that persuasion roll. So <laughs> actually bought us two ablative okay. Y-Wings. All right, great You're success. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll take two of the mud jumpers as escorts, any of them who've shown any mechanical uh, expertise and will search around and take a look at this thing. All right. I'm going to do the same. I'm assuming we have like a specific like mechanic outfit put into our crew. Like we have right, a group yeah. of mechanics. Okay, yeah, so you I'm taking two as well for the same purpose. Fly your ship, run the guns, fix things. Yeah. Uh, what? So me, me and Tim made this discovery uh, prior to the episode starting. Um, we're supposed to be level 10. Me and Tim are level eight. <laughs> so Actually, no, I'm level ten. You're it's just me. Yeah. yeah, I pulled up my sheet. I looked at it. And I'm level ten. I thought it was level eight. I was trying to stick in solidarity with you there, Ben. I mean, you're you're That's gonna me. be fine. You have like a plus six intelligence modifier or some some craziness. Yeah, uh, I'm getting okay. So that that should be a plus fourteen for mechanics. Are yeah, we rolling mechanics or what are we, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, roll mechanics. Do we get advantage because we have the help of the other mechanics or no? There's no advantage in this system. Or like a like a bonus to it or no? Oh uh, yeah, you get a plus two bonus. That's can a I, can I roll to assist with mechanics? Plus. Sure. What's that, Scurvy? Uh, math. Mm. <laughs> math. Uh. <laughs> That is a oh god! Why can't I math right now? I love the voice is the one doing this still. No, yeah, I got a thirty-three. Sorry, yeah. Okay, I got a twenty-six. Yeesh. Okay. Yeah, so I got a thirty-five. All right. So yeah, everything is in working order. There are no glaring flaws. There's no leaks. There's Everything's sealed, grounded properly. Every system is as functional as it should be. It's almost like it was a factory refurb on this used vessel. Nice. Cool. Yeah. It's almost like certified pre-owned, but better somehow. I mean, certified pre-owned is basically the same cost as like a new car anyway. Uh so now what we're going to need to do is we're going to, without anyone notice, uh, manufacture or steal some new transponder codes. So that's very much part of our plan for moving forward. And if we could do that before getting off of Corellia, that'd be great. In the meantime, uh, so I'll ask Alcom to check uh, a database for that. And we can do a quick insertion uh, <laughs> just, just as crew. And then uh, we'll be flying around and getting the whole thing outfitted and spending the rest of the money. Uh, sir, actually, we, we came prepared. Came oh, brilliant. This is standard procedure. Hell yeah. Did he just hand you the transponder codes? Yeah. Yes. And these are definitely illegal. You can tell because it says not illegal on the side. That's how you know it's the good stuff. Let's just, let's just plug this bad boy. Oh, yeah, that, that smell of burning. That means it's working. <laughs> oh. We, we try to be as helpful as we can. You guys are fantastic. First pick a bunks. 
right. I'm so sorry, Tim. Are we staying on the old guy gains then? All right. So, um, family friendly. So, so we we're, we're counting the cash. Everything seems to be there. I don't anticipate any problems. Um, is there anything else I can help you, gentlemen, buy today? Uh, oh, you got, you got any fighters lying around? I have a deal on a few, but I'm willing to cost out here. We're, we are in the market for some old dread fighters, if you have any. I haven't been searching for them, because that's weird. Dread fighters. Um, yeah. Those are something of a rare commodity. They're something of a collector's item anymore. I can't remember the last time I saw one, but, uh, you know, you might... Check with my cousin Zybat on Narshada. Hey! Is he crazy Zybat? Crazy Zybat Zybats. All right. Well, we are not headed that direction at all, but I'll, uh, I'll I'll send him your name if we do head there in our travels. We're doing, we're, we're actually going the exact, well, not quite. We're going forward and then sideways, following the Hylian way, but doing some anti-pirate activity. It'll be a lot of fun. Oh, wonderful. Anti-pirate activity. So you don't have nearly enough weapons on these for that. We have a few other... Uh, we got a good deal from uh, picking some stuff up, but yeah, the, I mean, they should come with some turbo lasers already and then yeah. we're planning on picking some up. We've, we've got a few hot leads on some easy ones as we get them settled in and we make sure we're working on the crew. Very, very good. All right. Well, if there is anything else, please feel free to come back. I am always happy to do business a second time, even a third time. Fourth time, right out. Eh, it depends on how the first three went. <laughs> well, I'm, I hope this one was positive for you. Oh, for me, wonderful. For you, I hope even more wonderful. Enjoy your ships. Thank you. Uh, so out of all the stuff, is this just the chassis? I'm trying to spread it around across multiple buyers to give everyone possible deniability. But if you are offering as DM that we get all the outfitting here, that is viable. It's just, um, it, it would track back to us if someone's like, that ship. Right. I I also do, so I rolled a 35 for mechanics. I forgot to mention one of the things I'm looking for is like a dealership, like built-in tracker. Ah. Like, do they have like OnStar or something? Uh, no, they do not. I, okay, because if that was there, it'd be the moment we leave right. atmosphere. Yeah, th there are no air tags on this ship. Okay, good to know. Uh, but are are we able to get all the modifications here, or is that somewhere else? I mean, you could get most of the modifications. But weapons are going to be not so much here. But if you wanted to upgrade a hyperdrive, shields, any of that. We will spend the money to get the uh, hyperspace, the hangar upgrade, the med suite, and the advanced navicomputer on the pocket aces, and the point defense navicomputer hyperspace. I'll just mark these all on the sheet. So we'll consider that money spent. 
And then we're still waiting on the the big just pile of... I'm actually not upgrading the weapons on most of them. Uh, We're getting a very, very illegal ion cannon and a rail gun, but they come with full-on turbo laser batteries, so we should be good for a while. The main thing is going to be getting some pilots and getting some fighters, because that's the real way to put the hurt on anyone who's not a Star Destroyer and some Star Destroyers. So how many of you actually have the pilot skill trained? Hello. Yo. I know that, uh, yeah, so we're going to need pilots, but I also know that... I have um, half level training. Yeah, I don't have full skill. I don't have half level. Does that mean it's trained? Yes. Then yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it actually just go up by a little bit. Cool. Yeah, I, I my pilot not have is, the training. Day has caught up. My pilot is not as good as Udex, uh, but then again, I think you put, like, 20 points specifically into pilot. I have an 18 in piloting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Well. I don't have anything that ridiculous. Yeah. Skill focus is fun. Skill focus is great, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, I think I'm due for a skill focus, but I could figure that out later. <laughs> it's got a lot of me and everything. Twice. That's irrational. All right. So... Are, are you docking your freighters inside of these separate ships or just one ship? How are you splitting things up? Which one is going to be our flagship is the question. Uh, so the um, I'm thinking that the Manon Calling is the flagship. That's the one that's going to be the gunship. The other one's a pocket carrier. We have Manon Calling as one of our, our ship names. Yeah, Manon Calling and Pocket Aces. All of a sudden, I want the second ship to be called Do-Do-Do-Do-Do-Do-Do. But it's okay. That would, every single air traffic controller would get that wrong. I thought about it. I thought uh, about you said Manon is the bigger ship or no? It's a, they're, so they're both the same size. The Pocket Aces is getting outfitted with a hangar bay so that we can put fighters in it. Uh, okay. The Manon Calling is going to have the, the bigger guns. The Manon Calling is going to have a small crew, an entire spine-mounted rail cannon, and a triple ion blaster, which should put the hurt on the shields of a Impstar. And a gelato machine. Yeah, it can have a gelato. And a gelato machine. Machine. It does have gelato. <laughs> okay, so... I mean, because you Manana can't have a real cannon without a gelato machine. Yeah, the Manon Calling is our flagship. Also, what yeah, you said Manon Calling... Is the... Why does your phone ring? Oh, it's just Manon Calling. <laughs> I am so tired. It's not even... I'm sorry. Oh, we're picking up on that. Oh, yeah. The kid woke me up okay. at 4 this morning. That's not ideal. Well, John, let her sleep. Oh, no, he slept. He was fine. Yeah, I slept. He wasn't the one who was suddenly having to share their pillow and having the blankets no longer reach all the way around them because there was a tiny person cramming her way into their bed. Mm-hmm. Joke. All right. In the interim. Apparently can't hear 
I can hear her from that side of the bed. I just go back to sleep faster. Anyway, I'm getting I'm myself in trouble here. At you. Yes, you are. Yes, yes, I am. This is fun to watch. Keep going. <laughs> Tonight's marital disagreement is brought to you by TCTs. <laughs> Just like take it over, Tim. I can't even. <laughs> TCTs, our latest show partner, where fashion meets fandom. Use code FSF15 when you order at TCT.com. And you can get some amazing nerd shirts from them. You can get yourself a sweatshirt to keep yourself warm when your wife kicks you out of the house and you have to sleep in the garage. <laughs> Only at TCT.com. Use code FSF15. I actually have like like 10 things in a cart at TCT so I'm just waiting for a paycheck to come in to buy them all. There you go. Good they've stuff. also got a they've also got a really good uh, really cool buy one get one sale going on in certain shirts, so it's worth checking out. Uh, our code won't work for that buy one. You have to use a certain buy one get one code, but it's also very worth it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even though we don't get credit for it, still go check out TCT. Check out their really cool buy one get one sale. If anything, you could use both codes. Have one card of the buy one get one, and then all the other stuff. There you go. Yeah, because there's only a, there's only a handful of shirts that qualify for the buy one get one. There's only like like two or three designs that are even like Michigan based. Uh, if now if you're not from Michigan, there's a couple from that state to the south of us whose name I won't mention, and then there's also a couple for Indiana. The home of Freaks and Jason Taylor. That's right, that state. Only redeeming quality. And the state that makes the most astronauts. Because they all want to get their redeeming state. Because they all anyway. want to flee the planet. When I lived in Michigan, I got a uh, Michigan-shaped cutting board to match all the ones that I have that are Colorado-shaped. Oh, cool. So you have Wait. a bunch of square ones and... It's <laughs> <laughs> like half a second. Wait a minute. Colorado's just a square. Yep. <laughs> Trying to raise the energy a little bit. Trying to trying to the room. Dare you? Anyway, John, back to you. Let's get back yeah. in the game. Yeah. So apparently, I'm the one catching all the Colorado references tonight, which is really weird. What would you take Colorado? Hmm? Would you take Colorado with that cookie? Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh. So, walking through the. Uh, did, did we decide if you're all on the same ship? Yeah, now we're in the Manon Calling, uh, okay. getting it all sorted out and uh, kidding it out for where our command is going to be. Okay. And what we're going to do with the rest of our fleet, and hopefully we'll see what our pilots are up to. So we've got uh, a total of five ships right now. We've got my Z95, we've got the Manon Calling, we've got the Pocket Aces, we've got the Tortuga, and we've got the Ill-Gotten Gains. Quite a little fleet you got going on. Sure do. Now we need to grow it and get some fighters because the my Z95 is actually pretty incapable at combat, honestly. That's your swoop racer, isn't it? That the Swoop Racer is actually in the Tortuga right now. No, I got a fighter, too. I, I killed I a bunch of people that. with that. Yeah. It has a lower kill count than my Swoop Racer, though. Because there was Which that one. 
three times that I ran into someone's garage and proceeded to just run people over like it's <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. gnarly honestly yeah i forgot about that your yeah. swoop racer is just like like a beefed up speeder whereas your actual fighter which is designed to fight has not been used nearly as often no it's it's a little i mean i've tried upgrading it to the block 1250 scheme it's a z95 i want an a-wing they're faster uh when it comes to fighters though are we getting fighters with individual hyperdrives or are we just getting ones that have yes. to come back to us? Okay. Always getting ones with individual hyperdrives. A-Wings have actually a really short uh, Navi computer. It's only a couple jumps, but you program the jumps ahead of time. So we're also going to acquire a handful of Astromechs to just run the fleet from in here and from over there. That was a lot of really fast. But we've got a full-on rebel cell now if we wanted to go mm -hmm. put the herd on something. And we've got a whole pile of mud jumpers who are presumably going to be bursting out of the Tortuga onto the scene. Yeah, we also, I am unsure about effectively sacrificing the Tortuga anytime we do a ground assault. Do we have any like troop carriers that we can, like old Clone War troop carriers? I know Incoms made these absolutely perfect things for that that are called U-Wings, but I have never seen one in person. They're rare AF because Incom was uh, dissolved. So what we're looking for is maybe if we could get a hold of a Lambda or a Row or a Sentinel class, those are actually ideal. We could go try to steal one of those. And that seems like a great way to put the hurt on the Empire is to go steal like a bunch things. of their stuff. I mean, why buy when we can steal? We've we've got a good thing going here. I mean, I'm just saying we are we are pirates or privateers, if you want to be more correct. Hey. Our I'm not... entire purpose is to annoy the Empire. If we just, you know, ransack okay, so... a couple Imperial carriers and happen to have a Lambda on it. Is there is there a, a shipyard that we could get in and out of easier that has less security? Because we're going to want one with lower security so we're not extend expending ships or troops. I mean... Yes, you might right, so wear functional shit. But you, you know what we should do? We should hack into the local imperial database and get a hold of some uh, easy pickings, and we just track them down at their fueling station, or we just go to the fueling station and wait. When you're just jump them at the gas station. Yeah, we'll sure. just jump them at the gas station. All right, uh, hard yeah, them, basically. In our brand new fancy ship, I'm gonna try and plug in and uh, kind of like stealthily hack into the Imperial network. See if okay. it's on a refuel route. All right. I don't want to watch that movie. Yeah, you're over here singing yeah, multiple Island songs. Yeah, I can only hear a little tiny. Uh, so that is also a 35. <laughs> Got another 19. Ben saying pirate and then privateer and then. Professional pirate starts playing in my head. Mm -hmm. oh, this is I mean, I've been having like eight-bit shanties playing in my brain right. every time we play this game. Because you kind of sound like you always have eight-bit shanties playing. <laughs> You're not wrong. I do Actually, have an entire playlist just called shanties. 
After we play this game, I always feel like things are a little eight bit at my end. <laughs> All right. So, Ted, as you're walking through the hallway of your shiny new ship, well, new to you at least, still relatively new. Yes. Yeah. You Do know, we need to leave you two alone for a minute? Admiring the floor, you know. I mean, this is probably the nicest ship you've been on since you left Camino. Okay. And as you come around the corner, you see a very familiar face. It's your face. It is. It is. Oh, no. He ran into a mirror? Mm-hmm. Like, she Not was like a mirror. Here's what happened to do They were installing a mirror and two guys are walking across the uh walking across the hallway holding a mirror, and Ted's like, Oh, oh, it's another clone. Oh no, just kidding, it's Never a mirror. Mind. And then behind the mirror is a clone. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh! Wait, there's two of them. <laughs> there are two of them now. Like, so yeah, it's just like a like a polished Durasteel door. It's this it's is so refurbed that I walked into a door because it was so clean. <laughs> no, you, you actually run into another clone. All right. I didn't expect is to it, see you. Is is this Farmer Debt? No. <laughs> no, this, this is, is your backup, backup character. character. No, this is Sev. Sev. So, nice to meet you. How you doing, Sev? Brother? You guys don't sound at all like. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, I don't Tim talk well, to well, he didn't. John didn't send me the down. script, so I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Yeah. There's a script? No. You didn't get the script? <sighs> if this is scripted, we're doing a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> or are we doing a wonderful job of pretending that it's unscripted? Anyway. Yes. Oh. You, I might uh, be delirious, but I can at least make some sense. It's good to know there's still a few of us around. Yeah, less and less of us. Yep. But happy to be here. Happy to see any you. Other clones on the, any other clones in the company? Uh, I'm the only one. We're pretty right. spread out. Okay. But, uh, it's a good group here. Yeah. I look forward to uh, being able to See some more action. Yeah. Well, that's what we were trained for. Oh, yeah. Remember, never say no to Bacta. Exactly. And don't let him turn your best friend into a coffee table. <laughs> As I sit on the other ship with my feet <laughs> up on the coffee table. <laughs> oh, poor Ralph. <laughs> Ralph just still... No one turned off the carbonite. He's just still like... <laughs> Here's my question, though. Is he, like, face up or face down? Uh, he's currently in transit. When we moved him to the new ship, I think he's face down. So it's just Ithorian butt cheeks. Well, I, 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 well no, it's flat on the bottom. Nope, it's butt cheeks. They got that okay. humpback. <laughs> it, it's a okay. drink holder. It's like a drink holder. You take your yeah. cup up there and you just like... Hang on. Hey. Family friendly. <laughs> I just I just slide my important documents in there. We already got a quick insertion with all John. We don't need I put a need I put more a, of that. I put a credit card swiper in it so you can just it's hooked up to the bar. 
so you can get gelato. Oh, that's where it comes out. No, no, it definitely doesn't come out there. It comes out underneath where it's cooled by the carbonite. That's so much worse. That's so much. Well, now I don't know if that's worse, but it's not any better. So anyway, this is our gelato table. We have derailed so hard on this. Edna insisted that this was the first thing I fix on this ship. I have not even begun on the rail gun yet. And phrasing. Okay. Um, oh. Oh. I think we broke Kathleen. She's uh Yeah, we did. She's in shutdown mode over there. You good, buddy? <laughs> no, she's gone. Oh my. Okay. Like oh. imagine the other clone just like what do you mean? <laughs> you have a coffee table made out of what? But... Look, we don't know if he's alive or dead. So at this point, it's like, hopefully. There's a heartbeat going on in there. No, when we set it up, we shoved a, another table up against that. So we can't see if he's alive or dead. Right now. <laughs> you put the display screen against the wall. Yeah. We muffled it because the beeping was getting annoying. Yeah, we had to we had to, we put electrical tape over it because we didn't want the blinking lights at night. So you have Schrodinger's <laughs> Rel? Schrodinger's Thorian? Yeah, exactly. Yes. We have, oh, he's, a, he's a backup character, maybe. It is not any weirder than somebody keeping the ashes of their loved ones in their closet, okay? Anyway, I mean, it's, if Scurvy ever dies and Rel comes back, it's going to be so confusing. We're going to turn scurvy into a clock. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about this. We're going to take your voice modulator. We're going to turn it into a little uh, Billy Bob scurvy that sings songs for us in the 8-bit voice. They just sing shanties. That or we're going to turn him into like uh, uh, L37 from, from Solo, which is the ship's memory. and. Mm-hmm. I just become the Neva computer. This ship has a very unique dialect. It speaks in shanties. I have the weirdest group here, and I love it. Wrong game. Remember, John, this was literally your idea. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so you're shopping for weapons now? No, wait. You, no. I thought we had yeah, we, yeah, well, no, we haven't gotten the weapons yet. We are going to track you hacked in to find yes. a unprotected or lightly protected uh, Lambda class, Sentinel class uh, troop carrier. We are going to go roll them. Take their troop carrier, yeah. uh, kill their dudes, and then we're going to move on to phase two, which is uh, have a landing craft and crash it on, like, do dynamic entries with it with our dudes. Okay. Um, sorry, my lights just turned on. <laughs> Very strange. So yeah, you. They got a thirty-five to. Hack in for a yeah. On the on 19 earlier. Yeah, there, there is a lambda. It's just running a like a, a diplomatic run from Coruscant to 
uh, Ord Mantell. Where is Ord Mantell? Is that in our zone? I have a map, but you know how they are. Yeah. If it's in our zone, we will pull them over and uh, and shoot them up and take their stuff. Let me see. Not too much explosion because we do want to keep this ship intact. So if we have those ion cannons set up, we can not not yet. We gotta. They're they're like super illegal. And that has stopped us before. It just makes it more difficult and expensive. I I think we can probably pick him up from uh, Patel's cousin on Nalhada. I have a lead there. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Ord Mantel is a little outside your operating range. I mean, we're still we're coming straight from the dealership. It's on the way. Um, but you could find. Let's see here. There is another one. On uh. On its way to Vandor. Sounds great. Which is, you know, just... Yeah, it's pretty useless. Vandor is? Hmm? Vandor is, or the ship Vandor. is? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, let's go steal it. Well, okay, I shouldn't say it's entirely useless. They do... Um, what is it they have there? What is their export? A lot of snow. They export their snow. Yeah. It's just just snow. Is it refrigerators? It's not. It was the biggest export for Swaziland for a long time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like the only thing I remember from that stupid geography class. In high anyway, school. yeah, Vandor. I'm, I'm trying to find out what, what they do there. Uh, they do export fuel. Yes. I'm sorry, Thank you. I couldn't find the words. Well, that probably makes sense why there's a gas station there. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll let them fuel up, and just as they're about to disconnect from the pump, uh, we're going to jump them. Okay. Yay! All right. Big dynamic entry. Let's go. All right. So you're going to steal the Imperial shuttle. Oh, absolutely. We're going to Grand Theft Auto it. <laughs> we're going to pull alongside. We're going to okay. probably try to do non-lethal damage to the engines, and then we're going to vent it. Okay. Let's see. Here. I could also board and just, like, hack the, the back door, pop it open, vent the atmosphere. I don't need to breathe. We also yeah. have Farmer Ted, who's got a fully sealed suit. Okay, if you guys want to do right. that. Are we going to be more successful if one of us says um, uh, family? <laughs> this sounds like something fast and furious to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Should I should I distract them? Because I can help. I think you and I are going to be on uh, Are You Feeling Lucky Punk duty to make sure... If I still have some Wookiee and Cole that distracts them. Now, is this an Imperial-owned fueling <laughs> facility, or is this... I didn't even hear that. Um, it's Imperial-secure, but it's privately <laughs> Okay, so not expecting, like, a Star Destroyer security detail or anything like that? Not according to the data you find, no. Yeah, so maybe a small security force, but nothing... 
no one's that go that's going to actively try and fight us. Cool. Well, we have a plan then. What we're going to do is we're going to uh, drive up to this thing. We are going to uh, tell them we'll blast them if they run, but we'll let them live if they abandon ship. And then uh, when, if they refuse to abandon ship, Farmer Ted and Scurvy will uh, enter through the door. And we'll try to keep them pinned down so they can't escape. Yep. So long as okay. we can get close, me and Ted have jetpacks. He's got a sealed suit. And I think we both have magnet feet. I mean, I my feet are magnetic. I don't know if you have like magnetic boots. We can. Grab I doubt it, but, but I can hold on to you, and I can fly it to wherever I need. If we have a big enough. I'll magnet, just hug you. Magnetize his feet. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have a plan. All right. The plan is we have no plan. So arriving at Vandor. Um, mm -hmm. Is that next to car door? No, it's next to truck door. Oh, I always get them confused. Right across the street from Trogdor, the Burninator. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anyway. So you, you, <laughs> your target is actually on the planet surface right now. Okay. So. Do we have a tractor beam? Uh, great question. I don't believe so. I think getting one of those would be great, but that's a later. Uh, it takes a lot to get like a big one. Mm. Yeah, you can get one for like, it takes a lot to get one that's non consensual. Mm. That's never mind. <laughs> Not that kind of game. Let it go. Let it go, Tim. So, yeah, and as you're sitting there tracking the ship. Are we hitting them on the surface, or are we grabbing them in the air? It's grabbing them in the air. Okay. Out of Atmo, we're still in Atmo. Out of Atmo. Tim and I both being tired at the same time is dangerous. It really is. Anyway, so, ship leaves Atmo. What is your okay. formation to try to um, pin it, I guess? Uh, we're going to put the uh, the pocket aces in front of it with turrets turned rear. We're going to pull in the Manon calling behind it and uh, flank it with some fighter or with what's left, the Tortuga and my Z95 being flown by. The rest will be in a, a flying V formation. It worked in Mighty Ducks. Exactly. And... Uh, and then we'll we'll hail them and say you're being pulled over. I might do some ballet as well. <sighs> All right. Abandon ship if you want to live. I mean, because we can blow it up if we need to. Yeah, we, to. there's there's an infinite number of these things. We just want this one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get off the ship if you want to live. Um, you're gonna have to repeat that. Do you have a clearance code? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's my clearance code. Warning shot. Zero zero eight five. Did you? Did you? <laughs> eight zero zero one three five. It's an older code, but it checks out. Um, I'm not finding that one, but uh, you want us to do what now? 
Abandon the ship or die. Ship. Right. You guys think? Go go ahead and make a. Is there an intimidation check that you can make there, Udex? Let's find out. Or persuasion with a different stat. I'm great at that. Okay. I'm Just literally not. I need uh, initiative. You need backup. There's always the hooky. Yeah. Edna, Edna, you scream at him. Yes, I just random. I, I take off the the translation collar and I just start yelling. All right, roll for it. Aha! That is an eighteen plus ten for my persuasion. Okay, higher than I can roll. Brilliant. All right, the uh, <laughs> pilot takes a second. You, you can almost you can see their uh, their front panel, and you can see him just looking at the com. Wide-eyed, <laughs> with the. Just get yelled at by a wookie. Do you mind if we take the escape pods? Have one. Hurry! All right, right away. I am not wearing my brown pants. <laughs> I mean, less than a minute later, you see you jettison off the back of the shuttle, heading back to the planet. Great success. We could use that escape pod, though. We yeah, can. But... They're, they're general purpose. They're very easy to replace. And, yeah. This and way you could just crawl through down the down escape down. pod port. Yeah, All right. We got the thing close. I'll grab it. Uh, I didn't catch either one of those. Sorry. Oh. All I said is this way we got to get the ship without damaging it. The escape pods are gone. We didn't have to damage the ship. No, just one escape pod. Uh, and I, I only said, want one. Swing us in. I said swing us in close so I can just hop over and get into the cockpit from there. I literally just shoot you out of a torpedo tube. <laughs> it's like the great Gonzo! I will not be doing that. <laughs> Ted will do it. Ted knows how cool it is to get shot out of a torpedo tube. Star Wars version of dwarf throwing. Ted's in there like the racketeer, like, shoot me! Do it! Do it. I'm assuming I'm in one of the ships that just moves closer to, to get us into the land. Yeah, so Ted, Ted arrives an hour before you do. An hour? How far out were we? A normal space amount. But things travel and move faster in sublight drive. Anyway, I'm sure at, at, at torpedo speed, Ted gets there way faster. What's your entry vector, Ted? Like this. <laughs> you see, here's the thing, though. Ted is wearing Beskar, which means he's the suit will survive, but all of Ted will liquefy and fill up the helmet by the time he hits the Lambda. Actually, no, it'll be all in the boots because it's going to get pushed back. No, but when you crash, we'll all go forward. Yeah, have to shake out the boots. Liquefaction, you just go into the boots and but then into the helmet. You can spread, you have you no can means of stopping. Yeah, he has a rocket pack. And this is how I become Sev. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, Ted, actually, I'm going to need you to make a pilot check there. You too, Scurvy, just for the fun are, of it. Pilot are you kidding me? Oh my god. I was saying these things not knowing I needed to pilot something. Okay. <laughs> Talking. Uh, 
25. Bad game. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that, Ted? I got a 25 on piloting. Okay. I got an 18 um, and a half level in my ability mod. And scurvy? Am I also piloting? Yeah. You're flying yourself. Yeah, that's... That's not bad. That's... Hang on, where's... I keep going to my phone to look for my sheet, and I don't have it open on my phone. Uh, For a pilot, that's 20. 20? Okay. What's your roll on three? (laughs) I have a plus... It was a 10 plus 10. It's not a lot. All right. So, so you managed to land safely, get in the ship, and you can take it into. Are you taking that into the pocket aces, Tim? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's got enough hangar space for it right now because it's a gargantuan. It counts as four, so we should be good. All right. yeah, I'm sorry, all I can think of now is the movie Spies, uh, Spies Like Us, and me and Scurvy walking down the hallway. Want to get some coffee? Yeah, that sounds real nice. <laughs> that poor man, we're breaking him. Anyway. <laughs> Having a great time. Yeah. All right. So you've got your two Corvettes, your crew, your Lambda. You don't have your fighters yet. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. But now we have a dangerous landing craft that we're also going to... Oh, look, a transponder. <laughs> Out the airlock. Yeah. All, are all the code. <laughs> <laughs> they just get easier and easier to crack. I mean... <sighs> I mean, it's literally just one part. It's not wired into anything else. It just It's wired into the battery and the radio. They used to wire them in TIE Fighters to the wings, but it turns out they actually still just fly without the wings. So They just get hot. Yeah, they just get hot in a hurry. Ah. Okay. All right, so you've been running around doing all of this, and you have a comm signal coming in. Uh Hello. Well, hello there, Udex. Who's this? Oh, uh, this is Kayleen. Sorry. Oh, identified myself first. You should have. Yes. Yes. Terrible. Caller ID doesn't work on our new ship. Yeah, sorry. The the video is turned off because we're on an op. What's up? Uh, well, we might have a call for you. Sorry, I, I missed that last. What did he say? New ship. Who dis? <laughs> Yes. We don't have our caller ID. There's no contact list or anything. We have a small operation for you that requires your particular set of skills. So chaos and explosions? Sounds great. Yes. Um, We we need you to acquire some some plans for us from from the Empire. Where where and what are the plans? Not going to scare Scarif, no, definitely not. That'd be ridiculous. We're not on a beach vacation. That's right. <laughs> no, we actually need you to swing through Kuat. Kuat. Yeah. Um, Sounds great. 
some of the engineers there are working on a project that uh, I believe you've come across once before. Uh, at least from what I read in the, the notes of some of your previous exploits, you found something there um, called Project Doomslayer. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is my I'm fault. <laughs> this is this is all my fault. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I just made up a silly word, and now it's okay. Project Doomslayer. What a what a. I mean. So what is this, uh, farming equipment or something? Uh, we seriously doubt it. I mean, most of their their project names are pretty innocuous. So if the umpire is naming something that ridiculous, it, it must be must be something of note. So we need to find out what it is and what we can do about it. Uh, is on. this like in an imperial facility or something? Uh, well, the, uh, the you know the Kawat drive yards. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And that's where this thing is presumably being built. Or at least a prototype of it, yes. Cool. So, Do you have uh, any other are, useful information, or are we figuring this out? I wish I had more. So we're flying by the It's our god. Yeah. And the don't uh, wear pants. I hate sending you in blind, but I know you have good people. I, I know you have good equipment. So. And we're expendable! There is that. Uh, I also might have a line on some, some fighters for you soon. Soon, as in after we get these Project Tube Slayer plans? Uh, it might coincide with that, yes. Okay, well, if we uh, if we need the cavalry, that'd be a wonderful time for them to show up. But uh, otherwise, I think I have a plan. Wonderful. I will let you get to it. All right, gang. Let's meet up at the... Uh, the war table on our big thing here. So here's the mission. We need to go to the Kuat drive yards. We need to acquire the plans for Project Doomslayer. Our assets are two legit uh, Corvettes as well as one uh, legit a bull Lambda class uh, ship. So what we could do is load up a assault craft aboard the Lambda, land, do a quiet and perhaps later loud entry into the plans and then escape back to the ships on a tight timetable. Any we thoughts? Do have, I have in my possession three different code cylinders from random Imperial officers we have slaughtered along the way. So long as they have not been reported dead, or at least so long as their codes have not been deactivated, we and use them for verification. It has been like a month, but uh, worthwhile yes, a try. It's, it's also imperial bureaucracy. We could easily say that that was incorrect. Okay. Well, so then let's take this as the plan. We're going to take the landing craft called the Expendable. We are going to load up full of the mud jumpers and ourselves, leaving behind a skeleton crew who can run the ships. We are going to uh, infiltrate and land. We are going to be the tip of the spear to try to acquire the plans. If things go to hell, we are going to send the mud jumpers out after us and do a massive dynamic assault. We are going to exfiltrate on a tight timetable. We'll say 32 minutes, at which point 
the uh, the Karelian ships will jump right in. So we are actually going to be the uh, the Manan calling and the um, the pocket aces are going to jump right in. The pocket aces has enough space they can store a boatload of escape pods. So we go in, grab the plans, blow up a bunch of stuff, take the escape pods, get scooped up by the, uh, the pocket aces, jet out. This seems overly complicated for no reason. You always say this about no my plans, but I always assume that th something's going to go wrong and just make the plan, what if everything goes wrong? We also have no idea where these plans are being held or under what security. Assuming we can do this in 30 minutes or less. We're bringing like 30 guys. And Edna has no thoughts after he said too legit. Now her brain is just going too legit. Too legit to quit. Like and that can peel a lot of arms in 30 minutes. Real quick, with Kuat, was that the place that we got kind of like pulled out of hyperspace by that gravity well? Or is that something nope. completely different? Okay. <laughs> I mean, do we have any... I know Udex, you made a joke about it, but I'm trying to remember, do we have any actual like prior knowledge to what Doomslayer is or what we found about it? <laughs> Uh, no, I think it was just the name on the file. An encrypted file, I remember. There's, there's no chance this is farming equipment. Where did we find this file? I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, was it in the desk on the in the office? No. I think... Hmm? Wasn't it in the warehouse? When we stormed the warehouse and we kicked the guy out, we gave him a couple seconds to get out of his office. Because we were going to get into one file, and we we found a secondary file. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because I I just can't remember where we found this to give us any kind of context clues. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you have a plan. It's great to have a plan. <laughs> we call it a plan. Oh. All right. We're gonna we're gonna try and find these plans, and our two brand okay. new ships are just gonna get annihilated. No, because the other part of the plan is: let's say we fail forward, we manage to infiltrate. We don't have to call the mud jumpers out of the expendable. <laughs> we get the plans. We come back to the expendable. We fly away calmly with our signals in order, and then we wait at the pickup. Message ahead to the uh, Manan calling in the fleet to skip past. They're far enough away. We just have to program our escape pods to meet someplace out of gun range. Like, I can give everyone code cylinders so that they can plug into the escape pods and we'll all get shot in the correct direction. We're pretty much like, the, I'm just planning for the worst possible scenario here, but all the better scenarios involve us not leaving behind the expendable. But I did name it that for a reason. I would like us to have a little bit more firepower before we do this, more of a distraction. Have I gotten a call back from my old captain yet? No, not yet. I am, we are bringing, once again, 30 mud jumpers with like assault rifles and grenades and body armor and like Yes, big, scary I would, rebel dude stuff. 
I would prefer our distraction be on the outside. So if we can get even more expendable fighters, that way everyone's real worried about what's going on outside, that no one's paying attention to in the facility. Well, remember, the initial part of this plan is we are on the up and up. Right? We have the code cylinders. We've got... Oh, man, it's over in the Tortuga. We have a whole bunch of, like, Imperial armor and stuff we can pretend to wear. We can start with the infiltration. I just assume it's going to go wrong at some point. Can I wear the Imperial armor? Please do. Probably Large not portions well. of, of Wookiee fur are just sticking out because he's twice as tall as all the rest of the... Have to tuck it back into, like, the, the joint spots. I mean, I'm a little bit... I'm playing the Udex's strengths here. He's not a great liar. He is great at explosives. We could... There's a couple ways we could do this. We could dress up Farmer Ted like an Imperial officer. They would know that he's a clone. So Face is going to give it away. Whatever I dress up as has to have a mask. Because once they see the mask, mustache. We do have two Death Trooper suits left. We kept two full suits. Well, we also have, we should have one basic Stormtrooper set as well. We have several. What about just oh. slightly mismatched? You don't notice me. I am a totally different person. Hmm. My name is Pepe. So anyway, uh, yeah, if I, I think if we're going to go in there with me dressed up in anything, I have to be in probably one of the Stormtrooper sets. We'll find one that will work, one without blaster points on it somewhere. We um, saved the good pieces. Don't worry. Actually, we also have those two security droids that we took from that other base. And we fit them into that, like, Death Trooper yeah. armor. We the have only problem is, is we don't have... You'll notice in most of the Empire, there's not really uh, any uh, Udexes in there. And the, B2, the B2s are not... Uh, Honestly, uh, no one likes the B2s anymore. And Wookiees. Right. No one likes going right. up after Wookiees. So. so it's going to be hard... It's, I'm almost saying I'm almost thinking that the, the the dress up option is not going to work. We're just going to have to skulk around and go in as we are, because dressing up isn't going to work. Because if only one of us is dressed up, it's going to be a kind of a dead giveaway. When you know I got you know a Zabrakian standing right next to me, like what's up, you know. Which is also why I was thinking if we can fit those other security droids into more armor. It could give a little bit more. We have, a, we have a bunch of mud jumpers that could pretend to be them. We can pretend to be their prisoners or something, but I think it's, but then why would they bring prisoners to where the plans are? It's much easier for us to just skulk. Go. As Farmer Ted would say. Yeah. And then skulk when the go. skulking go. fails, we start blowing things up. That's worth well, for us in the past. We skulk until we have to be. Distraction on the outside. We wow. skulk until we have to be Danny DeVito and then say, so anyway, I started blasting. And here's why we don't want a distraction on the outside, because if our exfiltration strategy is escape pods, we don't want their fighters already scrambled to shoot down our escape pods. We want them to think it's an internal threat. But then they're just going to scramble fighters anyway to make sure no one leaves. Yeah, but we'll have a little bit of time. 
So, so thinking robot noises crack me up. <laughs> you have some details to sort out, which is great. Because you need to plan for also, what this encounter is going to look like. Oh, yeah. You could also double distract. Sometimes, like, a distraction's too much. There's other things, there's other ploys besides distraction. Well, here's the thing. The closer we are to danger, the further we are from harm. So if we <laughs> cause an internal distraction and then fighters show up, they're going to think that's the main assault. So they stop focusing too much on the inside, start scrambling fighters in the other direction, and give us a little what, bit of time to get out of there. So you, yeah, I see what you're saying, which is I'd prefer to have fighters, but here's the here's the thing. You've got a line on fighters. I've got a line on fighters. None of the fighters are here in time for us to complete this plan. So we have to do the plan without fighters. Did we, did we actually get a timetable on the one to get this done? In a plot relevant amount of time. Rule is of that cool plot relevant? Of... Say that again. The rule of cool at the speed of plot. Mm -hmm. I mean, does the speed of plot include a quick pit stop at Narshada? It could. That's currently our only lead on very expendable cheap fighters. We actually, I mean, my fighters are expensive. Those are the ones on Narshada. We have no idea where your vulture droids are. Also, how can you, you know, consider the, them expendable? The used car salesman. The used car salesman, salesman said that there were vultures on. Uh, oh, that's right. Well. They're probably like dancing for a hut right now. And honestly, that might be a better life for them than being considered expendable by one of their own brethren. It is literally yeah, our purpose deep. to go in and potentially be destroyed. <laughs> Besides, if we do have vultures, they could then land on top of the facility to create more damage as well instead of just flying around and no one would expect old droid fighters to pop up i'm just saying if you're getting shot at no one expects to be hit by a bow and arrow or the Spanish position. I, I think we should use our 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 crew, our, our, our marines. These guys are. I think these guys are fun. But if you want to do another negotiation session and fly halfway across the galaxy and then fly halfway back and leave another operational trail of what we're up to, I mean, we're on. We're here in the court. We're going to be out in the. I, I the think we just. Like I said, I think we just go in. We just skulk it and uh, blow it up if we need to. We go to war with the army we have. <laughs> okay. I, if we are doing ground assault, I would highly recommend that we also have some of our mud jumpers to also be in officer uniform and stormtrooper get up. They make us seem a little bit more legitimate because if we have an escort as opposed to just us being found in the hallway. They'll be the first ones out. They can clear the room with sun guns, then we move forward. And we'll just have that. we'll follow them as they're marching through. We're just sneaking army through. Actually, I like that plan. Right. Yeah, so I'm assuming we're gonna be stopping the session soon, but I'm gonna put a general call out to anyone who was prior Imperial to at least play the part of Stormtrooper and Officer and we can get them in whatever kind of setup we have. 
make them look a little bit legitimate. And you have to remember too, I would I would know basic so I could give them a quick training session on how to how to mm -hmm. walk, how to where yeah. how to hold the gun, where to hold the gun. Be a little bit like the, you know, Andor, you know. Mm -hmm. And if necessary, you can always rely on the Wookiee's nobility with the making it so that I'm some sort of like expert for their plans or you're our princess Leia. Wrap my hair up. Actually, we could run that route of we are the escort for the Wookiee and that they have some kind of important part to play that's classified. This kind of diplomatic mission. Well, I think we have the start of a plan. Uh, the start of the plan is we are going to use mud jumpers and Ted in armor to clear rooms individually by walking in, shooting everyone, moving in. The rest of us follow behind. And then, uh, you know, we develop a situation from there. The start of the plan is we have no plan. Exactly. So you're going to kick in the door, fight the monsters, mm -hmm. leave the room, move on. Mm -hmm. That's how this game's played. That's how this game's played. Star Wars Munchkin. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Well, I will have that ready for you next session. Oh. Woo! Effectively a season finale. No, not a season Oh, boy. Finale. Yeah. Hey, you know what that means? We got to leave it all on the dance floor. <laughs> Make sure everybody's no. actually level 10. Can yeah. we all be yeah. yeah, okay, all right. Can, can we be level 11 instead? Or level 12 even? There we go, there we go. Yeah, let's call it 11. Woohoo! All right. Yay! Yep, so. All right. Well, cool. Uh, we have our heading. We know what we're doing. And Kathleen, why don't we start wrapping this up with some reminders? All righty. We can totes do that. I love wrapping up with reminders. They're so much fun. Anyway, last week, our guest was the amazing voice actor Mick Wingert for his second time on the show because once was not punishment enough. Anyway, <laughs> we talked for him. About punishment for him. It was great for us. Oh, yeah. No, we were oh, yeah. we were thrilled. He was, whatever. Anyway. Jeez, wow. Wow. Way to, way to pitch it. That's, you know, no. He, so anyway, Mick Winger was on our show last week. He was amazing. He was just putting up with our nonsense. Anyway, talk about Heimerdinger uh, from Arcane, Poe from Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda. Wow. And, you know, a lot about his work as Flower in the new Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which, by the way, is so freaking fun. That game is so much fun. And his flower characters are incredibly motivational, which I love. But we also talked about the special episode of Marvel's What If, where he voices the one and only Tony Stark. You know, not to mention what it's like to play Joker for preschool-aged audience in Bat Wheels. There was a lot. There was a lot of talking. Was, and that yeah, was actually a really a interesting conversation about Bat Wheels and being the Joker and trying not to be overly scary for that age group. Uh, but but still give due diligence to a character who's out of his mind. It's really interesting. Wonderful conversation about what it means to nerf a character. Yes. Hmm. 
Uh, and you can still find that video on our YouTube channel or your favorite audio podcast providers, uh, like such time. as Good Pods. And we also have this upcoming Friday uh, with the wonderful David Mack, New York Times bestselling author for Star Trek, uh, consultant for Lower Decks, Prodigy. Uh, he's got a new book coming out, which okay. we're so excited about. We are. Uh, yeah, I. it was a wonderful, wonderful interview. He's a really cool person. And so um, thing, before, before Tim gets into it, and it was actually the first time that Ben and I have done an interview without Tim. It was mm, yeah. very much the dad sent told us that we were home alone and here's a, a frozen pizza. Don't burn down the house. And we did. <laughs> and you did. The kids I was over very the show for a bit. Yeah, close. It was close. <laughs> Didn't happen. There might be no. almost twelve minutes of bonus content about cats. But anyway, we didn't. Yeah, there's out. definitely 12 minutes of bonus content of you guys talking. 11 about. minutes and 59 Just, seconds, not yes. 12 minutes. Thank you very much. I mean, so, it's yeah, better than the the 20 minutes of talking about wood shoes. But <laughs> you can't. No, that was pretty awesome too. Oh, uh, it was so good. Loop, yeah, we we kept loop. That was with TC Carson talking about Dutch dancing and and uh, the wooden clogs and everything. And honestly, that keeps looping back into the conversation. It's amazing how that worked out. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so check that out. This that comes out this Friday or tomorrow if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get a couple days early, so you'll have that uh, available. Ooh. So that book that we were mentioning called Firewall is about seven of nine, and it releases on February 27th. Uh, and so the write up that David Mack included because I am really good at plagiarizing David. It says rejected by Starfleet, denied by the Federation. Seven is a woman with no home. Two years after Voyager returns from the Delta Quadrant, ex-Borg Seven of Nine embarks on a long-overdue journey of self-discovery that leads her to join the Fenris Rangers. But this choice might herald the end of her friendship with Catherine Janeway. So it's a really, really cool-sounding premise, and I'm looking forward to, to the book. And I'm actually going to get that one on uh, Audible, so I'm looking forward to, for, to that. And, of course, we talk some just general Star Trek with him as well because of being a story consultant and being a lifelong uh, Trek fan. Uh, but like oh, as yeah. was mentioned, there's 11 minutes and 59 seconds of cat talk, uh, and that will be going on our Patreon channel. So for as little as $3 a month, you can get early access to Patreon. For $10 a month, you get all the really cool behind-the-scenes stuff because that's not the only piece of behind-the-scenes stuff. Apparently, there's Ben trying to take my job uh, with the inability to talk <laughs> in interviews. Yeah, so, there's there's a lot of hey, blah, 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 blah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I tried. there was a little bit of that. Uh, yeah, you, you done did it. So there's there, that. there was Kathleen getting but, through the intro and then doing the oh man, that's a lot of words. How does he do this every time? You get used to it. It's but one yeah, of those so, things where you read faster than your mouth can say it. Oh, it's so bad. You're on like sentence five, but your mouth is still saying sentence two. Yeah. And we were Again, a little it's bit one of those things you just got to get used to. Him. <laughs> Things were a little chaotic. So, anyway, uh, Sam, thank you very much for coming back and, and again and playing with us. Guys, go check out Growing Up Skywalker. It's a really, really cool show. And uh, I'm really excited to hear tomorrow's episode for you guys because you guys are talking about one of my favorite Rebels episodes. So, that is awesome. Awesome, awesome, and, awesome. Check, oh. and check us out on Patreon too. We're watching Star Wars Vision season two right now, and we're not okay. 
which is genuinely not okay. Oh yeah. It's that is some that is some content right there. And it's uh it's fun. Awesome. So yeah, go check them out. And of course, Ben is the hardy healer on TikTok, and there's links for all that down below. You guys can check that out. But that's it, guys. That's the show. Hey, hey, one more thing. Let's just make sure that we have this as a reminder for you guys. March 4th, please come to mm-hmm. our live show. Come check out uh, at, you know, the show as we help the Trek team fight against pancreatic cancer. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to submit questions live on air with Armin Shimmerman, Kitty Swink, Jonathan Frakes, John Billingsley, and Juan Carlos Cotto. So uh, there's a really cool opportunity here. And on all the money that's donated, uh, we'll have a link for you that night so you can donate to. All that money goes to fight pancreatic cancer and raise the success rate, hopefully, from the 13% it currently sits at. So it's, yeah, it's a very, very important fight. Very cool opportunity that we're going to have with the these fine folks from Star Trek. So come back March 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you then. And until then, uh, thanks, guys, and goodbye. Bye. Copyright 2024 FSF Podcast. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned on this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by FSF Podcast. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at info at fsfpopcast.com.